You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic physician, lecturer, author, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. Post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, is a mental health condition that's triggered by a terrifying traumatic event, either experiencing it or even witnessing it. Symptoms may include panic or anxiety attacks, nightmares and flashbacks, as well as uncomfortable thoughts, or I should say uncontrollable thoughts, about the event. Now, most people who go through traumatic events may have a temporary difficulty adjusting and coping, but with time and good self-care, they usually get better. PTSD is when the symptoms get worse. It can last for months or even years and interfere with your day-to-day functioning. Today on Wellness for Life show, we have Dr. Matthew Cook, the founder and president of BioReset Medical Clinic in Campbell, California, and has one of the few clinics in the country to actively treat PTSD and relieve symptoms related to anxiety without the use of traditional pharmaceuticals. In addition to helping individuals with PTSD, Dr. Cook is sought out by patients from all around the world who suffer from chronic pain, Lyme disease, neurodegenerative conditions, sports injuries, addictions, and anti-aging. Welcome to Wellness for Life, Dr. Cook. Oh, hi. Thank you, Suzanne. I'm delighted to be here. Fantastic. Now, first of all, I understand that you're an anesthesiologist, so I'm really interested in how you got into treating PTSD patients. The easiest way to say it is that I think most anesthesiologists get PTSD, and so then we have to figure out a way to fix ourselves. (laughs) I love that. You must be, I mean, in any situation when you're in the hospital and uh, OR situation, I'm sure you get that. It was kind of interesting because the whole time I was doing anesthesia, I wanted to find a way to to practice integrative medicine, kind of like you. So I started this journey where I started to study Chinese medicine and integrative medicine. I ended up getting board certified in integrative medicine. I actually studied energy medicine, did a lot of different things. But my primary thing that I spent most of my life doing was something called nerve hydrodissection, where I would do put local anesthetic or numbing medicine around nerves. And one of the things, once you get real good at doing that, is is there's a group of nerves in your neck that put the fight or flight nervous system all the way to sleep. And so then what I did is I started a process of doing that. And it turns out that that has a reset effect on the body of turning fight or flight off, and it kind of reboots your your nervous system. And, And it's one of the up and coming modalities that people use for PTSD. And one of the other things we do is ketamine, which is another anesthesia drug. So it turns out, even though most anesthesiologists get a little PTSD, it turns out a lot of the secrets to healing it come from the anesthesia world. Mm, that's fascinating. So you definitely have one of the few clinics in the U.S. that treat PTSD without those traditional pharmaceutical drugs. And um, you just mentioned that you use this type of a block, and, and you call it the stellate ganglion block. Is that correct? Yes. That's the block that you numb out. And when you're doing it, can you explain exactly what it takes? Is it something that's actually scary for the patient or is it a quite easy procedure? It's a pretty easy procedure. It's kind of interesting. What what happens is, is like me and you are hanging out here and talking and at every second, what our body does is it modulates whether we're in rest and relax or rest and digest or whether we're in fight or flight. And so then if we're in rest and relax, then the nerve that 
is kind of active is this one nerve called the vagus nerve, but a whole bunch of other nerves that are all grouped together and, and called parasympathetic. But if we're in fight or flight, that means we need to get out of here. Maybe the building's on fire or something like that. And so there's some nerves that are fight or flight nerves. And what they do is they increase your heart rate, they increase your blood pressure, and they turn blood flow off to your stomach. And then they, they give you the ability to either fight a tiger or run away from it. And so then the stellate ganglion block, what it does is it actually, using ultrasound, we guide a needle right to where the, that, that nerve chain is. And uh, we put fluid in that nerve chain and we put the fight or flight nerves on half of the body all the way to sleep for about six or eight hours. And so then basically what happens is, is the brain is trying to process situations, but since it can't use fight or flight, it forces the brain to reboot and start to use the rest and relaxed part of the nervous system, which is pretty amazing. Wow, that that's crazy. I mean, within six to eight hours to switch a person who has panic and anxiety and can't sleep and, you know, has totally mood issues, behavioral issues, you're just saying that you can reboot them and possibly even change the personality. Yeah, it's interesting because for me, it's all about kind of a comprehensive, thoughtful, integrative approach, taking everything into effect. And so interestingly, there's a lot of people that will, it will be one and done. They'll do the celiac ganglion block and it will just reset them and it's, they're cured. And, but I think that that number might only be 20 or 30 percent. Uh, in, in some patient populations, that might be as high as 50 or 60 percent. But then a lot of people that come in have maybe boundary issues. They might have pain. They might have a lot of family issues. There's often a lot going on. And so what we try to do is unpack all of that and figure out what the key issues are and then help teach them a lot of coping skills that are effective. And then often we'll combine other modalities. And for us, it's usually in the concept of letting them know they're actually going to be okay and almost psychologically or spiritually helping them realize that they're not going to be in kind of this fight or flight situation the rest of their life. And then the stellate ganglion block is one super important tool, but it's not the only one. And there's lots of people who I kind of talk, I just talk through what it feels like to be in rest and relax. Sometimes I'll feel like just doing that is, is almost like an energetic stellate ganglion block is kind of interesting. Mm, I love the fact that you do use a multi, you know, disciplinary approach, not just for the fact that you can do this awesome procedure that can help a great deal of patients, but you also use other methodologies of giving people skills that they can use and things that they can use themselves, methods that they can help with. You also, I understand, work with uh, nutritional IV therapy in your office, and that supports PTSD patients. Why is that nutrient therapy and, and um, supplementation really help with PTSD patients? You know, that's a, just such a fascinating and super interesting conversation. When someone's in really in kind of fight or flight, what happens is the actual 
fight or flight nervous system starts to turn off a lot of the brain because you don't really need it. If you're just running away from the tiger, you're just on impulse, just trying to get away. The problem is, is that if that tiger is coming into your life and that tiger could be trauma or abuse or, or whatever the case may be, somebody at war, then if that trauma keeps coming back every day or there's a possibility that it might come back every day, people will almost turn off a lot of their brain because they're just in a reactive mode. The IV nutrients are super interesting because my experience is, is it starts to turn on physiologically the brain. And one of the things that we've had our greatest results with is a, a molecule called NAD, which is just a natural vitamin that's a derivative of vitamin B3. And what it does is it improves the body's ability to use glucose, it improves the body's ability to detox, and it improves the body's ability to use energy. So three good things, but it has about 100 other things that it does because it's a real powerful signaler. And what I've noticed is that when we start to do these therapies, it starts to kind of physiologically turn the brain on. And as that happens, people start to feel better and more resilient and less vulnerable as they're living in the world. And I found that that's a really, really great tool for me to use because as you feel less vulnerable and you start to feel safe, that allows us to kind of do everything else that we're doing and kind of release people back into the wild, as they say, but with, with more coping mechanisms and, a, and more resilience to face the challenges of their life. Mm, great. How effective is NAD? I mean, does it work for everyone? NAD is, I think, probably one of, if not the most interesting advances of the last 10 or 20 years. It's a vitamin that's absolutely 100% required to be alive. There's not good testing for it uh, in terms of testing and there's different levels in the blood, in the cell, and actually even in different parts of the cell, for example, like in the mitochondria. And so we don't have, and I'm an early adopter in terms of using it. And so we use it in PTSD. We use it in addiction. We use it for as an anti-aging strategy even. It's a very, very helpful tool, but I think it's just one part of comprehensive approach to supporting people and, and helping them. And everybody sort of responds a little different. So for example, people with real chronic infections, sometimes it can turn on detox pathways. And so we have to start super, super slow. Whereas like addiction people are just super, super low in it. So they can generally tolerate really, really high doses. And so, uh, and, and uh, people with PTSD could be in either one of those categories. And so the, the, the secret to, I think, the practice of medicine in general, but then and particularly with something as complex as PTSD, is having kind of a very uh, methodical and uh, deep uh, understanding and dive into physiologically, emotionally, and spiritually what's going on with every patient. And then, and then carefully trying things uh, until you get it just right. Mm, that makes sense. You know, um, you mentioned earlier about the fight flight. And, and I know in the animal kingdom, 
um, you know, mammals, we, we all, if we've been chased after, if you're an animal, there's like a reset, almost like a neurological reset that animals go through. And you've seen that in dogs and in um, zebras that are out there, they shake it off, right? They shake it off and they're kind of resetting their nervous system, going back to uh, the parasympathetic state where they're grazing and then we're just walking around, even though you, they see the lion, uh, they're, they're not being chased anymore. So what is it that we can do as, as adults? I know with humans, we don't have them. That's part of the reason why you are sharing your work because you are finding that there's ways to reset. Now, what can people do at their, in, at their home, their own self? Uh, maybe you can give us an idea of, of a couple of, of method, method, methodologies we can use at home to be able to reset that nervous system so you're less in that fight flight state. Oh, that's such a good thing that you said. And, and what, how, you know, I'll tell you a couple of little stories. Sure. That are kind of entertaining. I, I had this great experience. I was with another anesthesiologist friend of mine and we were standing on the street in downtown and uh, his kid walked up and, and tripped and did an absolute face plant. And it was like, he was like three years old or something like that. And he looked up like he was going to cry. And then my friend goes, don't worry, shake it off. It's like, just like what you said. And then the kid kind of shook a little bit and then just got up and acted a hundred percent normal. Like nothing happened. And, and it was interesting because my sister was visiting me and my, we just, my nephews were just terrorizing me and her. And so then we decided to scare one of them and we scared him and he just absolutely froze like he was going to fall. And then he realized it was us. And then he like laughed as he was falling and then like attacked us. And so you realize our natural state is to be able to quickly go back and forth between rest and relax and fight or flight. Now, interestingly, a lot of people are starting to study heart rate variability they're starting to study breathing techniques, meditation techniques, and all of those techniques start to build the ability of the body to go back and forth between fight or flight and rest and relax. And interestingly, all good, all basically mindfulness and all things that you can do at home kind of build and support your ability to create homeostasis between these. And so the first and most important thing to know is that it's our God-given right to be able to just naturally go back and forth between those. And knowing that that is just kind of a normal state can be super helpful. And a lot of times just telling people all of a sudden they start to do it. You know, there's things, uh, we have a, uh, a supplement line that you can go to at bioreset.com where we have a sublingual form of a precursor to NAD along with something that helps your body uh, do methylation. And when you combine them together, we've just been having wonderful experiences of people feeling more energy and starting to feel like their brain gets turned on. So there's some sim simple things you can do on the supplement front. There's, uh, and then once you kind of get into your consciousness, that you're going to be okay. If you don't have boundaries, kind of talk to people and learn how to, how to, how to do that. And it's a, it's a little bit of an iterative process, but each time you start to heal a little bit, it creates the possibility for more healing and, and, and it starts to just stick more and more is what I'm noticing. 
Mm, great. I mean, I, I love the fact that you gave those two descriptions. One is pretty much shaking it like movement. Um, I'm someone that's a big believer. You just change your physicality and often that will, that will do it. That will take care of, because you're out of your emotion and your brain as in your mental state, you're in your body and laughing does amazing. I mean, you mentioned about that child of, you know, who you scared, started laughing and that totally shook it off. And I'm a big believer in laughing. I, I teach a laughing skill, laughing uh, method where you just, you know, go back and really give a deep uh, laugh with a word ha, 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 ha. And, and by tickling the back of your throat, it also manages your uh, vagal nerve a bit. So right. that, that, that combination, so right, works really well. Um, you did you mention it. Yeah. What's interesting about that is the, the brain is like a Google map that has a map of your entire body. And so then how we feel is a little bit of like what's electrically going on in the brain, but it's also the, the map of what's going on in the body has a huge amount to do with how we feel. And so it, the, interestingly, that's actually a really, really great hack uh, in terms of being able to um, influence the brain and how it feels just by doing that stuff. And it turns out there's a massive amount of input that comes from the back of the throat. And particularly, there's, there's almost more fight or flight nerves from your mouth and your upper airway than everywhere else in the body combined, because we want to be careful to not put something into our body that's dangerous. But then by, by doing something like laughter that's associated with a positive thing, that's amazing because then what that does is that that uh, resets the the inputs in going into the brain. And a lot of times that'll turn it off. And even if you turn PTSD off for a minute, then then people begin to realize, oh, if I can turn it off for one minute, I might be able to turn it off for ten. And then they begin to see, ah, there's a pathway where I might be able to be okay. Mm, that's such a great point. I totally forgot about that homunculus, you know, that map in the brain, yeah. right? The map in the, and, that's so and good. yeah, the tongue in the mouth, you're absolutely right. It's huge. That's why the tongue is yeah. like, you know, a tongue is a very important to me, an, an ancient muscle. Uh, when you look at the reptilians and the, the reptiles and I mean, the tongue and the dogs and animals, the tongue is super important. It's such a huge sensory yeah. organ. Yeah, and interestingly, the entire body is represented on the tongue in Chinese medicine. And so, and so then you start to go down the road of things that people can do. And there's sort of, you know, Chinese medicine is a wonderful one. Breathing exercises are amazing. And, um, and what we're trying to do is sort of curate and support broadly, you know, different, different approaches. But uh, I'm... I'm, I'm really inspired about integrative medicine and, and, and combining that with kind of the high-tech gadgets and devices that we use. Mm. Use everything that works. And that sounds to me that at your bio-reset medical clinic in uh, Northern Cal, is, is you're doing exactly that. What can a PTSD patient um, expect when they come to see you as in time frame? of working together, working on 
a plan and uh, looking at the different uh, services that you provide. Uh, uh, can you give an idea about how many weeks or months, what to expect for their process so, of healing? Yeah, so it, it, it kind of depends. And so we do, um, each person is different and I kind of get a sense of what's happening. I'll, I'll typically tell them all of the things that we do. And so that includes ketamine and we do some amazing things with ketamine that include the stellate ganglion block that'll include the IV therapy. And then generally what I'll do is I'll start with one or two of those. And so, and I'll, I'll, I'll guide that based on what their interest is. Some people are more interested in injection therapy. Some people are more interested in the ketamine therapy. Uh, and so we'll do one or two of those and sort of see how they do. We also do something called vagus nerve hydrodissection, which kind of turns rest and relax backs on. Um, when we do the ketamine therapy, sometimes we'll do it as kind of a higher dose, which is kind of like a real powerful reset. But sometimes we'll do real low dose therapy where we actually talk to people and uh, do a, a, a therapeutic conversation under the influence of a drug that kind of relaxes you and takes all your fight or flight and pain away. And often that can be a real powerful modality because all of a sudden people begin to realize that they're going to be okay. And it might not be that, that permanently lasts, but they can remember because they remember 100% what happened. And so they remember what that felt like, and it's 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 helpful to help them get back to that that space. Mm. You know, we didn't go into. You mentioned ketamine a couple of times. Can you please tell us what exactly is it? And this is actually a prescribed drug, so um, people do not use it in any way except with a doctor who knows how to use this properly. Uh, can you please share that and how it's used to help PTSD patients? Oh yeah, ketamine's just totally amazing. It's an anesthesia drug. And so it's inter- I've been using ketamine since like with patients since like 1998, actually. And so what uh, it does is it broadly, it turns on a lot of neurotransmitters in the brain. And then in addition to that, what it does is it, uh, it, it is a mild psychedelic and it's a disassociative anesthetic. And uh, it has a kind of a, a, a psychiatric term of, called psycholytic, where it kind of, and it's also a very good pain relieving drug. And it's the only pain relieving drug that doesn't decrease breathing. And so it's, it's very, very safe. And so what happens is, is we'll give that drug in, in, in quite surprisingly low doses and sometimes in higher doses. And uh, just like the stellate ganglion block can kind of reset the brain and turn off the fight or flight nervous system, ketamine can have a similar effect. And then often what happens is people are uh, often trapped into a, a, a intellectual or a psychic pattern where they're really attached to the trauma that happened to them. But because of ketamine, ketamine's disassociative effect, a lot of times what they do is it'll they'll separate from that trauma and by getting a little bit of space and then being able to kind of talk and process their way through it, often that's very, very profound. And that's a, 
uh, can be a big step forward for a lot of people in terms of uh, resetting resetting uh, PTSD. Wow, I, I understand that you don't need many treatments. Like just a one or two treatments is enough. Is that correct? To some patients, well, it's kind of interesting. It's interesting. Most people, uh, most ketamine clinics will do a series of of six treatments. Oh, okay. And so that's I would say that is the standard. And people use it for PTSD, and people use it for drug-resistant depression as well. Now, the problem is, is that for drug-resistant depression, often it will wear off after a month or two. And so what I found is that if I do ketamine and NAD together, it makes the ketamine work like 10 times better. The other thing is I found I generally avoid most of the side effects with ketamine. Uh, sometimes they can cause nausea if I combine it with NAD. And then the other thing is, is that it seems to last longer when I do NAD with it. So there are some synergies with it. Um, we really dive into a lot of the reset components of it. So we dive into a uh, talking and kind of cognitively reframing the past. And so we, I have a lot of people who I'll only do it once or twice for. It turns out you can you can even we generally do it as an IV. You can do it as an injection, and you can even uh, there are some rapid dissolving tablets, and we're using that with more and more people. And so we've got a lot of different modalities, and so we're we're doing a few treatments generally, and then waiting a few months, and then continuing to work with people. And my general experience is, is that it gets better and better and better, but we're 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 like a detective kind of unlocking the the problem and then putting things together to solve it. God, you're going, you're doing some great work, such great work, Dr. Cook. I thank you so much for talking to us about all that you're doing and helping so many people, thousands of people dealing with PTSD. It's such a debilitating condition. And I know you do a lot of other therapies for different types of condition. We definitely have to have you on for anti-aging because that's another big area that I love. But and, and until then, can you please tell us uh, where can your the, the audience meet um, or get more information about your clinic and what you do? Oh, yeah, great. The, the website is bioresetmedical.com or you can just go to bioreset, B-I-O-R-E-S-E-T.com and uh, learn more about us. And we've got a lot of videos and would be delighted to, to meet you and try to help you. Absolutely. You know what? Also, the audience, I want you to know that there's a book coming out soon, right? I know. Can I talk about it? Or can we talk about it? Oh, yeah. I'm working on a book called PTSD Reset, and I'm putting all of my, um, all of my best, best secrets and kind of concepts and ideas in there. That's great. I think that's going to be an amazing book, and we'll definitely have you on. Uh, when that book publishes. Thanks again, Dr. Cook. Oh, okay, thanks. Have an awesome day. You too. Guys, a lot of valuable information out there. So do share the show with any of your loved ones who's suffering from anxiety, PTSD. I know that it, whatever that you you do and and follow some of the protocols that Dr. Cook has talked about, it will definitely change their lives. Please subscribe if you haven't already so we can continue to do our very best here on Wellness for Life. If you need any help in digging deeper with your health issues, I work with people all over around the world through phone and Skype consultations. My contact info is available on my Dr. Suzanne 
Com website. Until next time, go out there and live your best life today, full of energy and enthusiasm and ultimate health and wellness. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies on the Wellness for Life show right here on Radio MD. Stay well.